we usually start each podcast with saying which episode it is, introducing who we are, telling you where to find us on Twitter. But tonight, things are very different. Recently, they found the world's smallest violin in Edmonton. That violin is going to play for you shortly. But it's about the same size as their playoff chances for the rest of the year. Fuck you, Edmonton. City of handouts. No longer the city of quote-unquote champions living in the past. Fuck, these guys suck. Oh, it They're feels, so bad. It feels so good. It feels so good. And even TSN, Sportsnet, every article is like, they're done. They're, they're finished. They have no hope of coming back. Vegas is top of the Pacific Division. And anyone who's listening, to, if they, they, if they said, if they told me Vegas would be this high in the standings, I'd be like, you're a fucking liar. You never called this. Nobody ever called this. Uh, they just lost to Buffalo. Vegas is top. Edmonton. The world is actually making sense, somewhat. I actually heard, I can't remember who it was, say, there is no way they're going to make the playoffs with this squad. No. There is no way. And now, <laughs> look at the situation. Anyhow, thank you very much. This is episode 12 of the Flames Fancast. We're very thankful for you tuning in. We hope you love that little intro plug. Things are going to be a bit different tonight. We are um, between the second and third right now of the Colorado game. Flames are winning 3-1. What we're going to do is do uh, a very quick lightning round. So hopefully that will encapsulate all of the games that have occurred in the Flames road trip, which they're currently rounding out tonight. And then when the uh, Colorado game comes back on, we're actually going to play the uh, Sea of Red Flames Reddit drinking game yes we are we were actually already pretty deep so because we've been playing it the whole game so far <laughs> and we decided it'd be a good idea to start recording in the third period after yes. two periods of this drinking game it will be fun which has but, been very but, fun but but uh, i'd love to tell people what exactly has been making me drink a lot more than everything else i'll give somebody a hint here he's paid four and a half million a year and he only has three <laughs> fucking points Uh, Troy Brower. Brower frustrates you. Drink. <laughs> it's on the rules, which we'll read to you later. But anyhow, I can almost hear that tiny violin from Edmonton. Can you? Oh, man. City of handouts. City of handouts. McHandout. Hey, honestly, though. McFuckface. Legitimate question. God, when I hate it. used him. to have the city of champions sign. How much of like a jail sentence criminal record would you take if you got caught vandalizing that to say city? Well, I, I told you that I went there a couple years ago and I pulled my pants down and took a shit on the sign, right? <laughs> Pretty sure I'd get like four years for that. <laughs> Especially if it's like a playground zone. Yeah, you're, you know that in Canada, you know that you, in Canada, if you kill someone, you're in jail for like 24 hours. But if you take a shit <laughs> on the fucking Edmonton sign... God forbid anybody take a shit on the Edmonton sign. Well, I took a shit on the Edmonton sign, and it felt fucking good. Maybe it was like eight years ago. But the point is, is that I took a shit on that sign. And I'm pretty sure, to answer your question, I'd be in jail for a long time for that. Because, God forbid anybody touch the Oilers. They're allowed to have everything that they want. You could fucking tank gold last place or whatever. You could just be the shittiest fucking team in the NHL on purpose and expect everything given to you. Everything. You might as well tank again. Your, your success is hinging on this fucking defender that's going to be number one, Dolan. He's supposed to be a fucking a brand new generation of defenders that are coming in right now. He's actually sick. I watched him in some of the junior tournaments. He's basically a Carlson on steroids. Not in terms of physique, but just in terms of skill. So, so that's that's all that Oilers are missing. That's all you guys are missing. You just need a Carlson now. You tried to get a Crosby. You might as well get a Carlson. Well, why don't you fucking tank the next year? Maybe you'll get a fucking Patrick Waugh. That, that's all you're missing. You got one defender, one forward, and you got a goalie. Oh no, Talbot's fucking amazing. Second coming of Jesus. No, guys. Oilers fans, you, 
you fucking kill me and you give me all this material. I don't have to make any of this shit up. Anybody who doesn't follow the sport, if they listen to what there has to be said about the Oilers and how much they failed and they failed and they failed as a franchise and how stupid their run as an entire organization, people will think I'm making it up, but I'm not. You guys failed for six years. Four first overalls. What more do you fucking need? Christ. Like, how bad are you? You got McDavid. Any other team that has McDavid is going to do way better than this. Even Buffalo. Even Buffalo. You don't deserve it. Buffalo deserves McDavid. You know, but you, you want to talk about, like, a team that's constantly failed for the last fucking decade? Buffalo. Anyway. Anyway. City of shit, man. Like, just... I can't, I can't stand them anymore. In these Flames Reddit drinking games, there's got to be a, every time you think about the Oilers and how much they <laughs> failed, take a drink. Everybody oh, would have alcohol poisoning. You'd be yeah, be you'd dead. be dead. Call the ambulance now. Oh, let's just get, let's just get, just get another first an overall. Just yeah, just stick IV. it to my veins. <laughs> oh. That just pisses me Straight off. Straight to my brain. You guys, if you are dead last in the league this year, you belong to you, you deserve to be kicked out of the NHL. You belong in the AHL. I would be very surprised if you're competitive there. Really surprised. I'm pretty sure half the AHL teams would beat the shit out of you right now. They you would. guys are shit. But lightning. Arizona has an excuse. <laughs> they're they're so literally not good. So does Edmonton. Edmonton has no excuse. Edmonton has an excuse <laughs> for everything. Haven't you talked to Oilers fans? Christ. They have an excuse for everything. Every single thing, every loss, every goal against Every time they haven't won a game, it's always someone else's fault. <laughs> Jenks just getting a drink right now. Okay, lightning round. Lightning round. Sorry. Lightning round. I I'll need another first. drink because I thought about the Oilers. <laughs> this is our altered version of the game. Here we go. Lightning round. First question. The Flames have had a lot of shots that have been missing lately. Your take on shots that miss the net either on purpose and also by mistake? Mostly on purpose. They hit the players by mistake. I don't think they no, tried it. we've been missing a lot. Just, we, we, oh, that shot. Furlan just missed one this game. I think from the In point, the slot, he missed it. from the point, it's on purpose because you can tell the way they wind up to the shot. Like, it's always purposely going wide so somebody can tip it. We've had those shots miss everybody trying to tip it, and then it goes around the boards back to the point and out if we don't stop it. I think there's no excuse for guys to shoot wide when you're basically near the hash marks. Hit the net. Hit the net. Hit the net. Hit the net. You're up. Troy Brower. <laughs> He's not worth $4.5 He has three points, and you love him. It's funny. <laughs> It's funny, how you, it's, it's funny how you finish the question for me. <laughs> like, I just had to say Troy Brow. You're like, no, he's not worth four and a half million. a little million. natural pause at the end of that. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> it's, it's a conversation, you know? You got to read it. The ebb and flow. Hence why you're single, you fucking idiot. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. That was harsh. Prestige. Second in face-off percentage in the NHL. Go. That's awesome. We, we need that. That that's the stuff that's gonna win us games. But did he did he just hit like the threshold of taking thirty faceoffs or something, and he's he's done well in those thirty faceoffs? I, not I don't center. know. I I don't know. I haven't been following that kind of stat, but I think that's amazing. Well, you need to fix that, okay? Okay. God. Troy Brower. <laughs> Troy Brower, shit or amazing? <laughs> shit. <laughs> Take a drink because we just talked about <laughs> Troy Brower. Cheers. <laughs> You just frustrated us. Flames. 30th in NHL and killing penalties. That's shit. Oh, thanks. That's fucking shit. But we saw the stat when they put it on, and we had the highest winning percentage out of all those teams that they showed. So is that a testament to Mike Smith? Yeah, I definitely think so. There you because go. the guy is five on five. He's a machine, and it's just when we're killing penalties – Honestly, when you watch our penalty killing, you are kind of scared. You're like, mm. oh, my God. We're just, we're just in a static box in front of the net hoping for the best. We're and pretty dis disorganized, too. Well, like. we do make some really good blocks, but most of the time I'm, I'm pretty terrified watching our penalty kill. Mm -hmm. But, uh, heck, we have Mike Smith. Tonight, Riddick is doing the job, which is 
excellent. But uh, Troy Brower, he's going to get more than three points this season. Yes, he is. No, I, no, he's no, not. No, you got to set the line at like twenty-three. <laughs> no, the line is at twenty-three mid- points. No, per hour, it's like it's like five tops. Five? Oh, I'll take the over on that. <laughs> There's going to be a goal that bounces in off his face or something. Well, I got to take another drink because this, again, frustrated me. We talked about Troy Brower. What about the lineup changes tonight? Hamilton in, Lazar out, Versteeg out. Uh, sorry, is Stajan in. Is Versteeg out due to injury? He must be. I don't know. I, I something must be going on with that because it's not like he's been playing bad. Kulak out. Kulak out, didn't agree with. No, um, especially since he's been getting increased minutes yeah Barkowski is a turnover machine I I've been saying this I'm going to keep saying it he's, he's no good Kulak deserves to be in the lineup uh not a fan of staging being in but this Curtis Lazar uh, we were talking about this at the game while we were watching the game sorry Lazar this experiment is over in my opinion I don't want to I don't really want to keep going with this well if you look at the leash they gave the Eddie Lack experiment you never know how long Lazar well that leash was that leash was so short like, I was shocked. Like, is, is I, I know he played bad, but as well as Riddick tonight, Riddick's shown himself to be a very competent goalkeeper so far. And the team looks looked, like they have more confidence well, in him. Uh, exactly, confidence too. <laughs> he's been solid. He's been confident. Um, some of the glove saves he made were really good. Very. I mean, he doesn't look rattled, right? Like a lot of goalies when they come up, they're playing. And for the record. Sportsnet keeps saying that this is his first game, and sometimes they say it's his first start. It is his first start, but it's not his first game. He played 20 minutes before this, um, just to clear that up. But Well, it's just what I really liked is that we were winning one nothing, one nothing for a while. Then it was 1-1, and then all of a sudden, bang, bang, 3-1 flames. Mm-hmm. Just takes the pressure off the guy, you know? And Absolutely. The team's doing him a favor, goes out there, gets two quick goals right before the end of the second. Wow, that, 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 that does a lot for confidence. That does a lot for your play. And that brings you out in the third thinking, hey, I can really do this. Not like he wasn't thinking that before. It looked like he was really confident and assured of himself to begin with. But uh, Well, Galdson was also saying before the game that he's a confident guy, and it's showing. And uh, Kelly Rudy made a point, I think, in the first intermission where he was saying a lot of the goalies that come from the A, they're actually pretty hesitant to be tight on the post during – Whenever the puck is behind the net, right, because of the wraparounds. Because of the wraparounds, and he was making that he was just making that observation, saying he was really tight with the post. I'm just gonna take Kelly's word for that. I was never a goalie, so <laughs> I, I mean, but those points, those points matter, and right. that's a, that's a good thing for him. Like, it, you know what? If he gets if he gets a win for us today, great. You know, maybe you just keep playing him for a couple more games and see how it goes. But at the same oh time, you need God. to keep. Was that a caller? That might have been a caller. Oh, wow. So we're watching the intermission right now, and there was a 90s hockey player with He's some not, massive collar. wearing a helmet. No. Helmets were not mandatory till fill in the blank here. 2014, anyhow. Yeah. Like you were saying, I really like that point because he was saying AHL players, they're not wrapping it around as hard, but the NHL players, if they're doing a wraparound, they're coming around full-on tilt. Mm-hmm. And they're using their maximum strength and everything they've got in them to wrap that puck in and around to try and score. Mm-hmm. But uh, what about Yager's penalty? <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. He literally just put his stick. He's like, tap. I'm here. Tap. Tap. You I, know, I it wasn't. It wasn't a penalty. Like, hook onto the guy to try and catch up. Yeah. He's like, I need a ride. The, I'm a little. The slow. guy like, sold uh, it. The guy sold it. Like oh, he felt Yager's crazy. stick, and he did this like. Yager Weird fake, like off. yeah. Yager just came out. He did, like, he whatever. knew what he was doing. But uh, <laughs> God, oh, this yeah. is gonna be the most unedited version of, or actually, it's gonna be the most edited version of our podcast. If we uploaded the raw audio recording of this podcast, I think we would lose all twelve followers <laughs> of our of our podcast. I think the third is about to start. Yes. Read us the rules. The drinking game. The Sea of Red Reddit drinking game. Apparently, before every game, there are rules that are published by the admin. This time, it's by CHA. (laughs) That's his name. It's not funny. I respect 
differently spelled names, as you can appreciate. Cha. So, drinking game. Offside, drink. Hey. Johnny Hockey Dangles, drink. And that sucks because anyone is going to get wasted out of that rule alone. He dangles many times during the game. Like, anyway. Offside. Kachuk makes a friend. Drink. Define friend. Well, I'm assuming by friend, by somebody whacking his mouth guard out of his fucking mouth, like whenever he's getting in someone's by face. By the way, did you see a couple games ago when Corey Perry got whacked in the face and was bleeding, was crying to the ref? Glorious. They lost the game too. Oh. Karma. Best day of my life. Oh my God. Corey mm. Perry. Chin cut open. He was so upset. I, 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 somebody hit me. Yeah. Oh. Why does he have an accent? Because he's Corey Perry. <sighs> Brower frustrates you. Drink. Drink. Which is why I'm, I'm wasted right Drink. now. Yeah, I'm drinking again because we just talked about Brower. All right, everybody take a drink, actually. Drop pass on the power play. Drink. Well, that's a fucking no-brainer. We are the most scripted team in the NHL when it comes to that. We'd have to be. I've watched many At other games this season. Our power play is better than our penalty kill. Our power play is pretty good. So if the drop pass works, it works. And I'll, I'll drink to that. The 3M line forces a turnover. And they've, they've been playing pretty good. They actually forced a turnover for their third goal. I think Backlund scored the third. Smith passes the puck like a third defenseman. Uh, well, Smith's not playing. We, we have to edit this one. Yeah, I guess it would have to, to be. To a, to a Riddick something. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't even know what you would do for Riddick. Save. We don't know Riddick him well enough. Riddick makes a glove save. Okay, yeah, he's got a couple. Flashes the leather. He's got a couple, so we'll do that. Dougie Hamilton slash Bennett stick infraction penalty. I think there was already one of those. Well, was Hamilton it? Yeah, was Dougie. Dougie, yeah. He, Bennett will, will be in the He box apparently soon. tripped. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Wow. Bavario. No, not Bavario. I love that Bavario. name. Bavario. No, McKinnon. He tripped Bavario. McKinnon behind the net. No, Bavario. I love that name. <laughs> no, seriously. I was like, oh, they're showing. Uh, oh, Playfair is losing Playf his mind. No, well, that was when Playfair was with the lost Abbotsford the heat. heat. No, yeah, no, Abbotsford. This is way back. He just he lost oh, it. He ripped man. his shirt. Everybody no knows about that. that. Guy. He Hulk Hogan oh, that. man. That's Why was he legend. so upset? I don't know. It was probably some missed call. I Someone would be upset to too. Tell us why some of these, was so some upset. of these referees are so Please. shit. I really want to know. I want to do that every day. <laughs> Whenever I see injustice okay. in life. Okay, okay, finish the rules because we started here. Furlan throws a big hit. Two drinks. Yarmy, Yarmer fucking Yager scores three drinks and fight three drinks. Okay, it's unlikely there's going to be a fight. And I don't know if Furland oh. is going to throw a big hit. Oh. He hasn't thrown many big hits this season. Oh, he has, yeah. He's got he's a, he's had, big hits. He's had a few, but obviously nothing compared to what he probably well, no, could no do. No Vancouver BX hits, but no. he's had some big ones. I think that was I think well, how he's evolved his game is benefiting Hamilton? him way more anyway. Bernier? Like, his goal was pretty pure. Yeah. He well, picked the corner and that was it. Like, you listen to Johnny talking at the intermission. He's saying, this guy is really complimenting our line. He's a complete player. Mm-hmm. Some of that is just speaking to the occasion, but that's but Furlan has like he's, Furlan has he's evolved really his earned game. his role, and he's they were evolved. saying, you know, he's started shooting and being more selfish when necessary, even playing with Goudreau and Monahan. Well, he's he's being a true professional too. There are a lot of guys that make the NHL or any type of professional sports for that matter. I think, we, and they don't really sit there and work on them on their own skills, right? Like he's really changed his game quite a bit in the last few years. He's gotten really good absolutely he's committed to improving right yeah he's, he's that's a better. true professional he is being that he's is being what better. being better is right there but oh, oh fuck I don't, we, I don't is know. it us on the power I play think, i think it might be us okay is unless that, it was a hamilton or bennett stick infraction well i just know that there's probably going to be a drop pass on the power play here coming up oh yes it's been a minute oh, and a that's half a, that's and we a, haven't had a drink that's a weak call, by the way. That's a that's a Yager call. Yeah, right there. That's a pretty weak call in stone. I was watching the Flyers game yesterday, and there was something similar to that too. You want to talk about a team getting fucked over by the refs? It's no. the Flyers. Or they just suck. They have Brian Elliott net. 
Yeah. What that, can you really expect? From that him? doesn't really help, but it doesn't help when the refs That's suck with them. That's a winning mentality. Sign Brian Elliott. He's a bridge goalie at this point. They're going to bring up their prospect probably next season. Well, that's what we said about Mike Smith, but my God, is he a damn fine bridge. We uh, we really got lucky with this guy. Oh, oh that could have been three. Yager. I think 25-year-old Yager would have scored that. What about 24-year-old Yager? Probably 24-year-old. Oh, Kachuk. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, oh. <sighs> I have to edit that out. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of owing. Showing your O face, Yager. Oh, Yermir. Oh, Yermir. He was so close. Remember the time Yager slept with that chick and she <laughs> tried to blackmail him? He's like, yeah, go for it. I don't give a fuck. You slept with me. <laughs> I do remember that time. And he was just sleeping while she was taking a selfie with him in bed. I don't remember being there or anything, but I remember reading the article. He was he was out cold. Oh, he doesn't give a shit, man. She was like eighteen. He's like, oh. Yeah, he's like, I just saw an eighteen year old. What what is the problem here? Oh, Gio. Oh, oh man, that tip. That was purposely wide. No drop pass yet, though. That's true. It's been in their zone. We've been cycling it lately. What do you think about that quote unquote old school cycle? Well, it's fitting that it's usually when Yager's on the ice. It doesn't really happen outside of him. See, our power play looks way better than our penalty kill. Like, <laughs> who wants to watch our penalty kill? No one. Who wants to watch our power play? Everyone. Just shoot the. Oh, that was See, nice though. He pa- He like shot past that, but. That was a good play. Three one. Three one with. Three minutes in. Th- Thirty seconds left in the power play. Waiting for that drop pass. Brody Yikes. With the, uh, well, there was a drop pass right there, oh, so take a drink. I, he dropped that heel. He even faked me out, you know? Oh, I noticed. That was terrible. Terrible. Oh, here comes another one. I really want to know why Playfair was so upset. I'm pretty sure it was a penalty. Um, so, speaking of Playfair, <laughs> reminds me of uh, Alumni Flames, and recently... Our own Dennis Weidman um, looks like he called time on the NHL career because he signed oh, as yeah. an assistant coach in Kitchener. Which is a death sentence for that club. <laughs> Why would you hire a guy that the refs literally hate? Maybe you're just you're refs just putting don't know. man, you're just they'd know. You're just handcuffing yourself at this point. Maybe he came cheap. He better be a damn good coach for you to take that risk. The way the radio said it when I heard the news first, was that uh, all 31 NHL teams kindly took a pass on him. <laughs> kindly. <laughs> when in the office, they're the like, flames, fuck no. <laughs> the Flames have Barkowski <laughs> playing over you, Dennis. What yeah. does that say? It says a lot. But uh, I don't remember who the DJ was. But remember, if you remember from previous episodes, never listen to radio DJs. If you take any way, anything away from this podcast, it's that. Never listen to yeah, radio Yeah, just listen DJs. to us. Exactly. We're not on the radio. <laughs> We're not DJs. We're just two very intelligent, articulate, well-informed guys doing a podcast about the flames. I'm pretty sure everybody was laughing when you said that, listening that, to that us you right love. now. Don't listen to Jenk. Just listen to me. I, I'm giving you the, the <laughs> truth here. But what I was saying about Dennis was that the radio DJ was saying he's not getting any faster, which is pretty much true for any player aging in the NHL, which is all of them, right? I don't know many players who get faster as they get older. Maybe the younger ones do, but I don't know. I can't see Dylan Larkin getting much faster when he gets older. I yeah. can't see McDavid getting faster when he gets older. Yeah, here's the most overpaid fourth line in the NHL right now playing. <laughs> Combined Thoughts total salary. Brown. Fucking terrible. This guy needs to go, man. You know what? There needs to be a failure award for the team. And he's going to win it every game nine times out of ten. Like, well, we, we need, like, the Clark Wilm Award of the fucking podcast. And, you know, Troy Brower is going to be a favorite every episode because he's that bad. Like, you know, if he was a guy that was getting paid $700,000, I wouldn't really care. I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, fine. Like, three points, two points, whatever. You take a dump, you get more points in the NHL. But, fuck, when you're Troy Brower, like, apparently it's very hard to do any type of – 
<laughs> value add for this team. But anyway, let's give Troy Brower the Clark Wilm Award of the podcast. Because we, you remember when we had Clark Wilm, <laughs> we kept him over Martin St. Louis. God knows why. Ah, that pains me right now. I remember calling the Flames when I was like you a youngin. Hang on. All right. What the fuck are we talking about here? Uh, so Clark Wilm, Martin St. Louis. We had both of them, and I'm pretty sure the Flames organization as a whole was at a crossroads on who to keep. Well, sure as shit, we did the wrong decision on that one. And uh, now we are dedicating the Flames' poor decision of keeping Clark Wilm and letting go a basically a future MVP of the NHL and Stanley Cup winner, Martin St. Louis, who basically was the top three forward of that team. Of Tampa or Calgary? Of, of Tampa at that point, right? He was the guy. He was the guy. He was him and LeCavalier and him. Speaking of LeCavalier, guy's got it made, right? Signs a huge contract, gets bought out, and oh, then yeah. gets signed by another team. Oh, yeah. Fucking Double dip. Licking his lips all the way to the bank. Oh, my God. How do you do that? Like, that's the life. It is a life. Dennis, stand in awe. Like, <laughs> Dennis, you, you don't know how to do it until Dennis, you've done you it, like, won the lottery just getting a job. I'm surprised the club took a chance but, on you. But bringing it back to your, you know, classic Troy Brower, haven't the Flames shown a bit of a precedent by a demoting lack to the A and B benching stage in all those times? Yeah, why so is he getting shown a leash? That if you're not performing, so why is it that he's playing? But day he's in, the day only out? one. He's he, maybe maybe he's oh dang maybe he's actually. What is he doing? What Earned could he be? That spot. What could he be possibly be doing <laughs> on this team right now that's adding value? Points wise, there's grinding, nothing. Grinding. He's not even grinding. Killing penalties. He's a complete clown on the fucking boards. He doesn't even protect the puck. You got a 45 year old who protects the puck better than him on the boards, man. <laughs> like, you, there is no redeeming factor of this guy. Unless he does, like, unless he's fucking Jerry Seinfeld in the dressing room during the intermissions, everyone, like, loves this guy, there is no reason to have him on this team. Just wave him. Fuck it. No one's going to pick up this $4.5 million salary. That should fucking there? tell Who you something. Anybody. Any, you. I'll put you there. Guess, let's get you some skates, man. <laughs> Fuck. I might need some shin pads and shoulder pads, too. But, no, but in all, in all seriousness, we have... You know what? I bring up Hathaway. Same kind of player. Can Guy that can... No. <laughs> Hathaway can do the two-way thing. He can penalty kill. He can do the grinding role. He, he can win pucks along the boards. Like He has a decent shot. I mean, he could do everything that Troy Brower does and better and cheaper. You know what they need to add to this drinking game is a, a commercial component. Mm. Every time you see a car ad, every time you see an alcohol company advertising non-alcoholic products. Yeah. Every time you see a, a family in a commercial. Yeah. Every time you see a commercial that makes you want to think of Troy Brower. But the problem is that these commercials are from successful companies, and I can't think of Troy Brower when we're talking about the contest. Uh, of Chrysler? Success. I hate fucking Rogers. Like, don't GM? get me wrong. The Rod, Ro okay, Bailouts, you know what? I Edmonton? take it back. I take it back. Rogers is like the telecom of Troy Brower right there. Like, they're, I fucking hate Rogers. And let me tell you why. So these guys, they're the ones that run Game Center in Canada. Indeed. And they NHL fucking Game Center for those of you who don't NHL know NHL Game, Game Center, Center, which is what we're using, is where you can get uh, you subscribe online and you can get pretty much every NHL game with a catch. The team that you care about. Exactly. My favorite topic of the day, blackouts. I was in Seattle and the Flames were playing the Penguins. And it was blacked out. Why? I have absolutely no fucking idea. You have two Flames fans that are sitting there going like, okay, can't wait to watch the Pittsburgh Penguins game. Oh, it's blacked out in Seattle. What the fuck are you doing, guys? So I have it in Calgary. And I've had, I think it was the, uh, it was the Philly game that was blacked out. And I'm sitting there going like, you guys are fucking tools. Like, why would you black? What is... 
I have yet to hear one proper economic reason why blackouts still exist in this day and age. I could see it way back then when, you know, TV was well, kind of a niche thing. Like families maybe only had one TV and cable TV was expensive. Not everybody had it. Most people had like antenna over the air or whatever. I got like I could see it back then. The theory that. Sorry, there's pirating going on right now. So if you want to compete to with the these game, guys, right? yeah, but if they want you, the reality is though, pirating's going on right now, and you have to accept that reality. So, either you embrace it and just start to broadcast every game and not have these blackout restrictions, or you fall behind. Keep this outdated blackout rule, which affects no home attendance whatsoever. I need to see a proof of that. I was googling the shit out of that. I was trying to give Roger some credit about this, but I can't. There is no yeah, logical reason to black out games anymore. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, these big corporations can knock on pirating all they want. But guess what? Pirating is basically the bare bones of innovation for you guys. If it wasn't for pirating, you guys wouldn't even think about streaming games. At least, as not as fast as you have embraced it now. Pirating is the reason why you guys have embraced it now. Period. Pirating is the reason why that we have Spotify. If it wasn't for Napster, we wouldn't have a, a service like Spotify. All Spotify did was say, I'm just going to take Napster's concept and charge people for it and then pay the rights. I'm just going to make it the legal version of it. It's no different. Pirating lays the foundation for you guys to innovate. If it wasn't for that, we'd still be fucking doing some antenna over the air garbage and the, you know what's more frustrating is that you need to reach out to all the fans that want to watch games not everybody can go to the games right so don't black the games out if they can't afford to go to the game but they can afford to have cable tv it's bullshit or i guess nhl game center it's bullshit that they can't watch a game they, they can't afford to go i think a blackout too just alienates your fan base right absolutely Especially you with, you know, I, I remember seeing TSN and you're looking at TSN and they have those Leafs and Jets games like blacked out in your region. It's like, well, I'm a paying customer and I'm a yeah. Jets fan. I want to watch the game. Yeah. You got to ban this shit. No more blackouts. Rogers, you also get the Clark Wilm Award of the podcast. So Clark Wilm goes to Rogers or Troy? Both. You got to pick one. I can't. You got to. Clark Wilm just embodies failure. Did you just think of Troy Brower there? I'll just take a drink right now. All right. I wonder how often Troy, Troy Brower's wife thinks of Troy Brower. <laughs> Especially with that mustache. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, Game, we're getting into dicey territory right now. But uh, it's frustrating watching him. And it's frustrating getting blocked out. And... I think if the Flames don't act soon about this Troy Brower thing, like, we got to get creative now. Do you put him on waivers and just let someone take half his salary or a third of his salary? I, I don't know. I'd be all for that because at this point, I'm looking at $4.5 as a sunk cost. Who's going to take him? Nobody. No but one. At least, no but at least if he goes, full salary. you know what? Even if he goes on waivers and then we actually have the – I don't know if he's allowed to go to the minors, but – Whatever, if Why he's not? permanently well, if he clears waivers, he should be technically. But I think he still gets paid his yeah, NHL salary. Yeah, 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 of course. But I'm okay with that. Contract. I'm okay with that. I'd rather have a guy like Hathaway up now. Mangiapane is not the same type of player that we need up. Mangiapane is more of an offensive player. He's kind of small. He's not going to fill those shoes. Not that they're much to fill at this point. But I'd like to bring Hathaway up. I think he'd be a lot more effective. Yeah, I don't disagree with you, but I think we're kind of handcuffed with this. Troy I know, Brower but like, situation. I just I get annoyed because we talked about the short le le the leash on Lack and and evidently on Stajan, which I thought never existed either. And so credit to the coaching staff for doing that. But and to Kulak, like I didn't think he was playing that bad. Like I don't know why he deserved a scratch, and Barkowski's playing over him. But anyway, like you got to be consistent throughout the team. Like, you're not setting a good precedent, again, by having a short leash on select handful of players, and then you let a guy like him reign free. 
It's a reign of terror on the team. A reign of terror. It's a reign of terror in terms of how bad he is. Like, it, there's also uh, there's also some... We, we need to make mention about Bennett, too, because Bennett hasn't exactly been performing either. No. And he's still getting game time. He's not getting scratched. He's not getting any messages Well, I sent think Bennett's him. leash is huge. Very, very long. Especially since we're keeping that guy consistently on the third line. I mean, it looks like it's on a player-by-player -player basis because you've got Jankowski who's staying on that third line with Yager and Bennett. And it seems like his job is secure. It seems like he's earned his spot. It seems like he's staying. You know, he's on the ice right now. He's playing. He's pressing. But I mean, They've he's got that third line spot, and that's that. But he's got that opportunity that a lot of players would, like, totally chomp at for. Like, they're playing him with Yager. And w what an awesome idol to have on the ice with him guy that you can learn off of i think the whole team is learning from yager for sure but i would you know if i was bennett i'd be like man i get to play with yager this is sick <sighs> bernie glove save i really need jankowski to start game. scoring again bernie getting a glove save is not a drink <laughs> this game is it's hard to drink with this game mm-hmm so I'm going to drink anyway. You, you got you to gotta buff up the rules. I mean, I like the idea. The concept is great, but I think here, here's a car commercial. Oh, Hyundai. Yeah. Okay, that's a, that's a drink. That's a chug. Let, let's predict the next commercial. What's it going to be? I think it's going to be Rogers. You say telecom? I'm saying booze. You're saying booze? Yeah. And if we're both wrong, we got to drink. Okay. All right, I'm in. All right, Hyundai. I don't mind this Hyundai car, by the way. Turbo? It's a GT, Elantra GT. Oh, it's Moore's. Oh, fuck. Drink both of us. Who buys shit from Moore's? Like, really? Does anyone even go there anymore? Designer dress shirts? What is Moore's a designer company? What's next? Telecom. Booze. Snapchat? No, it's not Snapchat. This isn't, this isn't Telecom. It's not Booze. Oh, it's Philadelphia. Cream Seriously, cheese. they're... They're advertising Philadelphia in a hockey game? Okay, what what commercial is this? I don't know. There's a delivery man. eBay? eBay? No, eBay? 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 eBay has commercials? Oh. Insurance Fuck companies? It. You know what? Okay, that's another drink. Oh, man. I'm, I'm drunk now. Mm. You when know, the drinking game got wild. Have you ever scammed <laughs> your insurance company? <laughs> no. Don't lie, Tyler. That's all. Why would I? I've never had a chance to scam <laughs> insurance you, company. You've never had a chance. There's always a chance <laughs> to scam your insurance. You know what, Tyler? If you're not going to grow up and never try to scam your insurance company, I don't know what, if we can be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had hail damage on my car, but... Yeah, you see? That was your opportunity. <laughs> Take your car in and save Yeah, you could have been like, yeah, there were like $200 pants in there that got destroyed. <laughs> like, I had, a, I had an iPad... The hail got to the it. The hail got to it. The glass broke. You could have you could have broke your glass. You could have just <laughs> hammered your glass, and then all the computers and you had in there and like old school like Beatles records, like the White Album. It's all destroyed. I. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because when I had the hail damage, my car was relatively new, and you know when you have a new car, you kind of notice every little ding and scratch and chip that happens to it. So. Yeah. Driving in Calgary, obviously, you got rock chips on your hood. And I had this, a couple really bad spots where rocks had hit my hood and it dinged up the paint. And I was like, oh, man, this is bad. And the hail guys fixed it. Yeah. I guess they couldn't tell the difference, right? So they just did it all. And I was like, this is sweet. I didn't, I didn't tell them or anything. I was like, hey, you need to um, fix those rock chips on my hood. Oh, yeah. they, they, just, they just did it. It was do you, awesome. Do you want – I'm totally going to do a shameless plug here, but Marinello – is hands down the best auto body store in Calgary. The best. You have I to pay a premium. <laughs> you have to pay a premium, but damn, they're good. They actually do paint better than the original paints on cars. Easily. Marinello. They, they are in no way affiliated with our podcast. They're only affiliated with my car, which they fixed three times now. Not because of my poor driving, but everything to do with like 
probably purses rubbing against my car door at malls and just people opening their doors and being complete idiots. And s- yeah, it's usually it's at a mall like parking, lot. parking lot. At oh, well, wherever. That's what you know, people rubbing against your door. You roll down your window. <laughs> hey, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> you went there. <laughs> you went with insurance fraud. How have you ever committed insurance fraud? And then you said, I can't be your friend if you haven't committed. I went there, you said. That's what you said. Fucking guy. You know, Johnny's looked a bit, um, he's looked okay. But there's like this final touch that he's kind of missing here. He's been. The guy's been amazing. Oh, fuck. He's the third best player in the NHL right now. I mean, we haven't had a player like that since. Oh, Oh, what a save. Wow. Nice poke poke check. check. A lost art. A lost art of the NHL. The poke check. I like this guy. Uh, We meant to say, why Riddick over Gillies? Yeah. Um, Because I think think Gillies has had more games. Uh, We looked up Riddick's stats, and he had six games in the A, five wins, one loss. But it sounds like the coaching report out of Stockton said, go for Riddick. And, you know, the coaching staff, they have to trust each other, right? So, I mean, it's not like Galdson can watch every single game live with uh, Stockton. So, I mean, it looks like it's been a good choice so far. You can't, uh, can't argue that. That's another good save. Um, he just looks confident, man. Like, Controlled, you, you, need, you need goalies that are just kind of stone cold, right? Like, guys are just – they're there. They're going to do their job. They're not going to question themselves. Um, I've been quite happy with this so far. Yeah, well, we're winning 3-1. There's five yeah. minutes left. He's been making some solid saves. And his rebound control, I've, I've been meaning to say, it has been really good. He doesn't leave any dangerous rebounds on the open here. I mean, the only goal he did give up was a power play. Yeah, I mean. There were guys in front. It was a tough It was a tough save. Yeah. He's turned away 24 of 25 shots. I mean. Yeah, I know yeah. he's done really well. And it helps when, uh, so they had a stat up that Stone had four blocks. Stone's really been pretty good well, for us and sure we've been it, but it helps shots, all but i'm saying it helps turned away those 24 shots for sure 24 of those shots have got through and uh he's doing his job there's a nice balance of you could tell that the players are confident with him but there is still some urgency back there to make sure that we help him right i think the block shots speaks for that i mean we are a high block shot a shot blocking team uh but it is good to see that they're just they're rallying behind them too um, I so think I think especially at this point in the game, five minutes left. Yeah, you're we're on not the bench saying to each other. I always remember, and I know we've talked about Goudreau, and we haven't had a player since that really since like Aginla. But I remember one flurry. of Iggy's. Um, yeah, well. No, Goudreau, seriously, like Iggy Flurry. Yeah, I mean, Flurry was the guy before Iggy, right? But uh, I remember Iggy when he was captain, always saying, five minutes left, boys. Lock it down, boys. Let's do this, boys." Five minutes before the yeah. period ends, so you know tonight, Flames. Let's channel some of that inner Iggy and let's uh, go out there. <laughs> the inner Iggy. The inner Iggy. <laughs> the inner Iggy. You know, you can play a little bit of that uh, Will Smith song right now. He was a goddamn Getting jiggy with it. He was a goddamn beast nah, nah, in his nah, prime, nah, eh? Nah, nah, nah. I kind of miss guys like him. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> we're not playing. We're not putting that song it's in the podcast. Out. No, we're not. It is. We are not. Yeah, but we're not. No, I, I do a have a choice. I'm, like I song. do have a choice because I edit these you things like after. Song, I do like that. So it's okay. Yeah, I mean it was good back then when I was in junior high. It's still good now. It's still good now. There are songs that don't age well, and I think that's one of them. No, get jiggy with it's a good song. You listen to getting jiggy with it, it's a good song. Songs that don't age well, there's tons of those. Tons of those, right? Like that what? Song, I'm blue. That song. Yeah, shit. blue doesn't didn't age well. You're right. No, like get jiggy with it's a good song. It's got that kind of <laughs> hip hop beat. It's still good. When are we playing LA next? Do you know? Coming up. Offhand. Well, we totally need to have. We totally need to have uh, drinking in LA as our song ah. for that one. And I had a buddy of mine. Indeed. Who tried to convince me that Brand Van 3000 was actually drinking in Lethbridge, Alberta. And he had me going there for a little bit. To the point where I had to Google and question what drinking in LA meant after all these years. He actually got me to question myself. And I was like, 
You're you're bullshitting me, Matt. It's bullshit. Drinking in Lethbridge, Alberta. Like, hey, I've been to Lethbridge. I know it's a drinking town. Like, University of Lethbridge, fun time. But there's no way Brand Van 3000 made that song out of Lethbridge, no. Alberta. But anyway. But we'll, you know uh, what the best Brand Van 3000 song is? Astounded. Yeah? Oh, it's good. That's a good song. So good. So we play the My next... dad hates it, by the way. Wow. Our parents don't like anything we like. <laughs> including us. <laughs> and this podcast. <laughs> they stopped listening to it. <laughs> Which leaves Twitter bots. Can Twitter, Twitter bots Twitter, Twitter, Twitter escorts. Can they listen to it? <laughs> no, obviously not. I don't. But we got some. I don't know how we got the Mongolian listens on our SoundCloud stats, but that's got to be some that sort of. That was an anomaly in like episode six to eight. <laughs> like we had Ecuador, we had Mongolia, we had France at the time. We had Fiji, South Africa, Fiji. Yeah. There's Flames fans. Oh, and the world. we had Greenland, and I think, too. That's why we're doing this, Flames fans. Yeah. We had wherever <laughs> you are, apparently at any given point, Mongolian Flames fans love us. A bit nostalgic. You feel like <laughs> you need a bit of Flames bants for the banter. Oh, man. You want to hear someone talk good things about Troy Brower? You know where to come. You know what? We're not playing LA until like January, so that that's. That's too bad. This drinking game, I, I don't even remember the rules. Like, yeah, either there were too many or they were just too too infrequent. Like a fight. Well, it's too infrequent. Yeah, but the fight. Uh, the fight is, but the fight sides. is three drinks, right? There should be like a drink every whistle. <laughs> Cannot. Oh fuck this Oh word. man. I think that was some bullshit. Barbario, you bastard. Who are these players? There's like a Andrew for sure Gideo? deflection on that. Zdorov? Like, do you even know these guys? No. Like, this team, they just brought in their B team, and I just said, whatever. They just. I think there was a deflection here, Why don't though. they just bring the players in from the Duchesne trade? Let's just watch it. Uh, I hate watching. Re- no. No. It's no. just screened. So many guys in front. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's fully screened there. So our next... Uh, Four games. Right. We have to do that. Let's do that now. So we got Toronto at home. Toronto home. Coyotes at home. Douchebag losers at home. Oh, slash the Oilers. God damn. And then the Flyers. All home games. Okay. Um, so you want to start? Yeah. Seven points. I'm going to go with eight. That a boy. That a boy. I'm going all hope, wins. I hope I'm wrong and you're right. But I think, in fairness... There may be a couple overtime wins. Yeah, there's still eight points. Yeah, no, I I'll know. I'm just points. saying. I'm just saying there might be a couple close ones though. Toronto. I think Arizona's a win. We're th- beating Edmonton. No, there's no way we're losing to Edmonton. We are no. beating Edmonton. We are beating Edmonton. I know they'll be up for that game. So will we, and we're we're gonna beat them now. They're gonna come to our house. Every Flames fan in the building that night is gonna be electric. They're going to be pumped up. That's next Saturday. Oh, good pass, Jankowski. Oh, wow. What a save. Bennett. Bennett's, he got a bit Bennett should have just, He did well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's hard to lift the puck in that situation. Anyhow, yeah. we're going to come out against Edmonton. Yeah, seven points. I mean, I don't know who we're going to lose to in overtime. Probably Arizona. I think we're going to overtime with the Flyers and the Maple Leafs. Yeah, well, we're going to win both. I, I don't know. I think we're going to – I just have this hunch that Arizona, Mike Smith. Oh, no. Looks like Yager's injured. That really? was a uh, – yeah, like I don't think so they meant two. to hit each other there. A minute 36 left. Bernier still in his net. No, he's got out of his net now. Got out of his net now. He's still oh, – oh, he's going he's back. back in. He's going to go in. What a save, Bernier. Here he goes. Nope. He did the little stick to blocker to glove to – to pad to yeah, there get he him goes. to skate off. Now he's going. He's committed. He's done the goalie hockey skate sprint off. <laughs> Here we go. Empty net. Colorado oh. player down. He's trying to he's trying to sit on the puck there, which would have been beneficial for us. Oh, oh that's a great pass. It's in. Ah, oh. Frolik. Just hold it, bud. Oh, well done. Is that a turnover from three M line? No. Frolik is a man, man. He's a good little player. Oh, there's a turnover. That's a drink. 
There it is. Oh, Kachuk. Okay, that's, ref. That's a penalty. Okay. Come on. How the fuck do you not call a penalty there? You see, this is why NHL refs are messed up. I, I still think they have some problem with the Flames, and I don't know why. Like, do we have to pay you guys out on this whole Weidman thing? Do we have to that's just give side. you like 10 million bucks to shut you guys up and make a proper call? Oh, that is actually offside. And offside, that's a drink too. <laughs> but that was a total penalty. He's getting hooked and grabbed from behind. He's essentially on a breakaway. Yeah, that, like that's, a, that's a blatant uh, call. That's Tyson Berry hauled him down. That's a penalty shot, is it not? That, that's actually well, a goal. They well, just give that as a goal. I mean, he didn't have control of the puck, but he was... Closer oh, to the man. puck than everybody no, else. That, that, that's the kind of... They probably didn't want to call it because if they call it, they have to give it a goal, right? It's funny because, like, my brother just texted going, like, what the fuck is this non-call? <laughs> it's true, though. He did get hooked, like, if, I don't know, four times there. Little does he know that you're actually recording a podcast. Right? No, he doesn't. And he might be shaking his head when he listens to this because <laughs> he's one of four listeners at this point. We were from 12... I'm just trying to be realistic here, Ty. <laughs> now, soon it'll... This one, it, it might get a bit of traction. I don't know. We've, we've bullshitted quite a bit. I'm sure people wouldn't be listening by now. Well, the bullshit is about flames. So, uh, well, we kind of talked about other things in the flames. You know, insurance scamming. That was all you. The time I was trying to return pants that I was wearing. The time you shit on Edmonton. Yeah, but that that's still flames related. You were turned pants you were wearing? It's a long story. I, I I never ended up doing it. They wouldn't take it Look back. Look at these empty seats. Like this is a joke. Twenty two seconds. Yeah, Nathan McKinnon looking all set. Good win. Good win. Boom. It's a good flip. Oh, he was deep. I don't know why he's so deep. Yeah. I, I don't know why you just don't let that go for icing. Well yeah, he can't when he's that deep. Oh, it's good. Oh, oh Johnny. Johnny. Oh, he wants a point. Give him a point. Come on, Monahan. That's okay. Time's up. It's That's the all win. Right. It's a win. It's a win. That's all Johnny Regulation used to care about. Regulation win. David Riddick with his first win. Well done, Congratulations. son. Congratulations. And with that, that wraps up episode 12 of the Flames Fancast. I'm just going to leave it there. Good night.